having great operations and documentation, it's what gives you solid foundation in order to continue to grow on. And if you're a hard worker and you're running like most entrepreneurs are, you're running, like you're running to survive and you're not thinking about stopping and documenting each process. Right. And so, and you know, I've been in that place too, where I've done that, but I always find myself coming back to like, okay, time to stop for a minute. Like it's two steps forward, one step back, two steps mm-hmm. forward, one step back. And I find because I have done it in several businesses and organizations that I know the importance. So I do it now. And, but I find the entrepreneurs that I work with, they've grown based off of their, their skill and their ability to work hard and they don't stop to do the documentation. And then they feel their life gets out of control and can't figure out what to do about it. And so, you know, they want to stop, but yet they are scared. They're not going to get a paycheck if they stop. Welcome. I'm your host, Kara Dennison. And I'm Jack Dennison. And we explore transformation. From the way we live, work, love, and connect with others. We'll be sharing with you weekly what we find here on The The Denison Denison Download. Welcome back to The Denison Download Podcast. We are so excited to have Shannon Dagger with us. Shannon, right before we hit record, I... I geeked out because she is hashtag gold. She is really, really a badass. Shannon, I don't know how you sleep. You are busy, busy. So not only is this badass a fellow HR pro like myself, but she is a real estate agent. She is owns an agency with multiple offices across the US, but she also is a principal owner of Cyberbackers, which is really exciting. I can't wait to hear about that. And she's launching a really cool podcast that might actually have its first episode out now called Leverage Ladies. Really exciting. And there might be a guest appearance from yours truly coming up in the next couple of weeks. So Shannon, welcome. We are so, so excited to have you here. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Ever since you and I initially talked, I've been really looking forward to connecting with you again on a deeper level. I think that we have so much in common in our backgrounds and our experiences that I was really looking forward to talking with you. Absolutely. Me too. I mean, really, really, really excited to talk to you. So Shannon, Tell me a little bit about one. I want to hear how do you manage everything that you're doing, first and foremost? Well, I'll be the first to say that my life gets a little crazy sometimes. So, but a lot of organization and a really great team. So, I have a fantastic team in each of my businesses that supports me and a lot of set operations that they follow. And so, we are very, very structured in a lot of ways so that when we become unstructured, we can survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but definitely not a lot of sleep. And I, I am one of those people who thrives on a fast pace and a lot going on, but I have a team of great, great, great virtual assistants and then virtual support in the different areas that I have a real estate license as well mm-hmm. that are out there helping clients and leading our team. I love that. I love that so much. I know you mentioned right before we hit record, you're like, if I see an opportunity, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I love 100%. That. I don't I say it. no to anything. Like anytime anybody ever says, oh, I'd love to talk to you about that. I'm like, okay, when do you want to yeah. talk? Like, yeah. Let's go. Let's talk. And it does not matter. It could be, you could ask me about being a circus clown and I'd come meet with you because <laughs> at the end of the day, like, yeah. you, I mean, it, it, 
it may be a skill I haven't figured out yet, but I'll figure out a way to make it tie to everything else. So every business I have has come from one of those conversations and every client I've ever had has come from one of those conversations and they end up, I believe that the world works itself out and sometimes things come around. It may take time to develop those, the reasons for those conversations and to find the, the background there that ties it into your world. But I do believe that the world has a way of making sense of everything over yeah. time. And every conversation I've ever had has come back to me. Mm. So if it doesn't work out then, then it's a great networking opportunity and we'll see where it falls down the road, but it always ends up turning into something that's just really a gift to me and allows me to share a gift with somebody else. So that's, that's kind of my, my philosophy is always say yes. <laughs> yeah. I have to yeah. ask Shannon, how long have you been operating like this? Oh man, I think I've been operating at this. Well, so Jack, I will tell you this. I started, I started my first business when I was 20 years old and I had three kids by the time I turned 25. And so I was running with three kids on my hips, three kids in three years running an office and a team. And I think it's just something that I've always just loved. I love talking to people. And I kind of think my job is like, I mean, I hate to say this is kind of a scam because <laughs> I make money by hanging out with people I like, That's like so cool, though. talking to people who give to me, like I coach and these individuals that I coach are so inspiring and yeah. so amazing. And we have great conversations and they're coming to me to help them think bigger and wow. to help them make sense and to put organization. Well, that like is such a gift to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so and the same with real estate, like I get to help clients and what is the biggest financial decision in their entire life, but such an emotional opportunity that I look at it and I really, truly think that we get to serve people because mm-hmm. if you can do more than what they can do by searching on Google themselves and you provide them really great value, then it's like a, it's a serving thing. So I feel like that gives back to me too. When you see them light up with their passion on, you know, oh my gosh, this is where my Christmases are going to be held. And this is where my Thanksgivings are going to be. And this is where my children are going to be raised. And that's like, I get to be a part of that and watch them build their world. It from businesses and coaching individuals to clients. And it just, it's kind of, you know, and I know Carrie, you have this with HR. Like mm-hmm. I, that's kind of how I got into HR in the beginning is I loved the conversations and, and where those developed. And so I just, that's I mean, I, I get jazzed on it. I think I've got like the best jobs in the world. Yeah. Well, we just had a couple of weeks ago, um, someone on our podcast called Thomas and he has a podcast called how may I serve you? And what he does is he kind of helps executives who are burnt out. He, he calls it overstressed and overweight and helps them kind of transform their mindset and become better people, better wellness people. Right. And he lights up too, because he's so passionate about what he does and it comes from a servant heart, right? He comes from a place from how can I serve? And that's something that Jack and I talk about all the time is we freaking love our jobs, right? Because we get to be in this servant place in a coaching place and we get to be that mirror that helps people see themselves and grow and transform. But man, do we get a lot out of it? The amount of growth we've had from seeing, oh man, it's exciting. It's so cool. No, it truly is. It's 100%. I mean, those conversations you get to have with people and helping them gives more to you in a lot of ways 
then you can even give back to them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I love it so much. So mm-hmm. I think there's no end to the conversations we should have to serve each other and to help each other develop. And, and so my passion has always been, well, I kind of discovered through the process is helping individuals own their own business and mm-hmm. helping them understand how to make it grow. Yeah. Because I think one of the greatest gifts that I got, and it was somewhat by luck, was the ability to start my own business and to provide a world for my family where I could have my kids on my hip going to a job site. And I could have a, you know, a flexible schedule and build a team and those opportunities to, okay, if we want this bigger life, we have to work towards it. But I have the ability to directly change our world. And I think that we talk about kids going to college, and I think it's super important, all three of mine, I encourage to go, right? But I also think that trade schools are important. And I think entrepreneurship is very important. And it gets harder and harder in this world today to compete with Mm -hmm. these big companies. And so my thing in all of my businesses is that I am helping individual entrepreneurs and smaller to medium-sized teams become better and more efficient and grow other people within their organizations. And it just... To me, that's what I like because it gives to their entire family and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting being an entrepreneur, right? And I, mm-hmm. I strongly believe being an entrepreneur, there's, it's a skill set. Not, it's not mm-hmm. cut out for everyone. I always joke you turn, you trade your nine to five in for a twenty four seven. It's, it's yeah. all in. <laughs> it yes. really is, right? But one of the things that. I felt like I was prepared for, but then when you're in it, <laughs> it's still overwhelming is the systems, the processes, the needing to set structure in place. And I worked in HR. I put, you know, yep. SOPs and structures and software and all this other stuff in for companies before for my own. It's crazy how fast that sneaks up on you and how, mm-hmm. how fast it is. And so Can you talk to me a little bit about how you do that for companies and maybe for companies who grew really fast and maybe didn't get a chance to do that and going backwards? Yeah. I mean, I think having great operations and documentation, it's what gives you solid foundation in order to continue to grow on. And if you're a hard worker and you're running like most entrepreneurs are, you're running, like you're running to survive and you're not thinking about stopping and documenting each process. Right. And so, and you know, I've been in that place too, where I've done that, but I always find myself coming back to like, okay, time to stop for a minute. Like it's two steps forward, one step back, two steps Mm -hmm. forward, one step back. And I find because I have done it in several businesses and organizations that I know the importance. So I do it now. And, but I find the entrepreneurs that I work with, they've grown based off of their, their skill and their ability to work hard sure. and they don't stop to do the documentation. And then they feel their life gets out of control yes. and can't figure out what to do about it. And so, yeah. you know, they want to stop, but yet they are scared. They're not going to get a paycheck if they stop. Right. And so that's when I think it's like, okay, it's time to hire leverage, mm-hmm. hire somebody who's done that before and can do that for you and can evaluate your business look at your goals and say, okay, here's where we're at. Here's where you want to go. These are the things that connect those dots along the way. And let's make a strategic plan 
to get these things in place. And do they always get in place right away? No. I mean, sometimes we have to think about what is what what financial abilities do we have to put them in place? What time constraints do we have? So we're going to have to triage the business to some degree as well with an evaluation and saying, okay, these are the things we need to put in place immediately. Yeah. And as you grow, these are the things you need to put in place. But I think, I will say this, I think it's like you starting, you start your own business or you have a friend, you buy a franchise mm-hmm. and I have done both. Mm-hmm. And so starting your own business from scratch is extremely overwhelming. Yeah. And when you do that and you get to a certain point, you need to hire leverage to yeah. do some of these things. You need to hire a coach to walk you through the process. You need to hire an operations consultant to help you because you don't have to then start from scratch. It's like the franchise model of they give you the operations manual. Mm -hmm. Go get a mini, a mini franchise. That's not, that's hidden under your brand that gives you an operations manual and develops it for you. Get a coach that helps you set your goals and has those conversations and allows you the accountability because that's really what 90% of it is. So, or you choose to buy a franchise and build your business within that in which the structure is already there. And then it becomes more of a, a, what I talk about is how do you hire? How do you Mm. grow? What do your profit margins need to look like? Where are you spending your money? Let's look at that. So we take it on a, a, depending on the client, we take it from different angles and, and depending on where they're at in their journey and what they have in place and what resources are, are readily available because not everybody has the financial ability to just create it from scratch. So let's look right. at that as well and work within your means. Absolutely. I'm really glad that you mentioned all of that, right? A lot of people don't talk about the franchise model, right? Mm-hmm. And that is a really great model. If you want to be an entrepreneur, get, get a piece yeah. of, of action that actually works, a proven model. When you start a business from scratch, just like Shannon said, it is overwhelming. And there's statistics out there about, I think it's like 50% of companies fail within the first year, something like that. And it's overwhelming because most companies, most entrepreneurs start something because you're really good at a skill. And those skills aren't necessarily operations, finance, marketing, you know, CEO, COO, all that other stuff. And if you're you know, you can get only so far on that skill, but once you get a little bit of money, reinvest in yourself, business reinvest coaches, it. leverage, like you said, I always have this saying, delegate to accelerate. Like you can only get so far before you yeah. burn out because there's only so much time, energy and, and skill sets too. A hundred percent. You have to, the things you never should cut cost on is by far your education, your coaching, Absolutely. because those are the things that keep you growing and moving forward. And it's, it's one of those things we're going into some shifting markets and some economic like uncertainty. And yes, I do believe, and I have, I teach business planning clinic tomorrow. So, and we talk all about what are the financial metrics you should be utilizing of where you spend your money. And I, I say in every single one of those classes, you need to cut back and you need to minimize your overhead and lead with revenue and never cut back on your coaching and your education, because those are very hard to tie to your revenue. And yet it's a mindset piece. So yes. they continue to keep you as a leader, as a visionary. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. it keeps your mind. I, we strong, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off Jackson. <laughs> You're like, ah! but we strongly believe like, your mindset determines everything. If you're the CEO or you're the owner of your business, if you're in scarcity mindset, your whole business goes that way too. But if you're in abundance mindset, if you're 
and like you said, Shannon, those skills, those, that knowledge, that piece that can never be taken away from you. If worst case scenario, your business falls, you've gathered all of those skills and experience and knowledge to go and again, do it again. Right. Well, Um, and the only way you get better is to have some failure. Right. I mean, so I mean, that's how you, if we, all (laughs) we ever did was right, we wouldn't know wrong, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. so that's, I mean, that, that's how we get reinforced and how we grow. And so having failures is what's making us a stronger person. There's, that's not a bad thing. It's just what you make of it and where you go with it from there that determines what you've learned and and what what your success is. But as entrepreneurs and and leaders, we go into these businesses as visionaries, right? We have these huge visions and then we build a team underneath us. Maybe it's two people, maybe it's 50 people. I don't know, maybe it's 500 people, but you become, you have this vision and a vision is very easy to have big vision when you're only paying for yourself. Yeah. Right. It's like my dreams. I can have unlimited dreams. But suddenly when I've got five people that I've grown to love and care about underneath me and they have five people they're caring about and it all lies on me, I become scarcity mindset. And so because all of a sudden now I'm trying to preserve that and I can lose the vision that Mm. actually is what created my business and my success to begin with. And so you have to kind of remember that, that that at some point in your business, you will lose that open mindedness. And you have to have somebody that's kind of pushing you through and reminding you of like, we got here by So in order to get to the next step, your mind has to open. And so somebody has to be there helping you grow in that mind. That is fascinating. And it is, it's hard when being that visionary and being open, it's really easy to do when you're at the very beginning and you're shiny new and it's really exciting to make your first sale. But right. when you have that team that's relying on you or the the struggles start to come in, those things cloud that open-mindedness. It starts shutting you in. So this is a really great reminder for anyone who owns a business, no matter what stage you are in your business, for sure. If you're ready for a transformation and you're not sure where to start, we suggest looking at where your money comes from. Your career funds the rest of your life. If you're feeling burnt out, unfulfilled, stagnant, or unfulfilled in your career, that can easily start to bleed over to the rest of your life. Most high achievers and leaders are great at what they do, but when it comes to finding that next level or a company that aligns with their values, attempting a job search can be frustrating at least and demoralizing at most. The traditional job search of submitting your resume to job boards only yields about a 2% ROI when it comes to interviews. And it can leave job seekers feeling anxious, rejected, and with feelings of imposter syndrome and low self-worth. At Optimized Career Solutions, we want to help transform your job search. We help by giving you the branding on your resume and LinkedIn profile that sets you apart as the industry leader or professional you are. But we don't stop there. We give you the proven strategies that empower you to be the leader you are in your career within your job search by getting directly connected to decision makers and teaching you how to tell your impactful story to leaders at companies you're excited to work with. Book your free consultation either with myself or Jack at getstarted.optimizedcareersolutions.com. On this free call, we will dive deeper into your career goals with you and show you how we can support you in achieving them without the frustration and rejection most job seekers feel. We're going to also help you transform your mindset and gain invaluable skills that you'll use throughout the rest of your career. The first step to the next chapter 
in your career is just a couple clicks away. Book your free consultation with us now at getstarted.optimizecareersolutions.com. Shannon, from owning so many businesses, from helping so many people, I can tell just from talking to you a couple of times that transformation is really important to you. I'd love to hear from you. What does transformation mean to you? Yeah. So many things. Like I, like I said, I think you have to go, you have to transform to become somebody new. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like shedding layers, right? And so you have to constantly shed layers in order to kind of bloom and become the butterfly you're supposed to be. That's kind of cheesy, but it's really true, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, you can be the moth, you can be the butterfly with all the colors, but you have to come out of the cocoon. And, and, and so I think we do that through experiences through growth and education. And it's a very intentional process um, as we get further down the line. And so keeping the mindset open, I think is very important working on it on a daily basis. I mean, there's no end of podcasts that I listen to or books that I try to read. Sometimes it's five minutes. I mean, I, you know, it doesn't have to be huge, huge things, but you have to kind of constantly focus on that, that growth mindset in order to transform And I think one of the things that I will say that for me that I find a particular passion in transformation is, and I think we might have talked about this briefly before, is females and how we get caught up in this cycle of wanting to be career minded, but we also have this past expectation that society has placed upon us to be partners that are nurturing and and taking care of a home and taking care of children. And we saw a lot of my clients are in their late 30s, early 40s, late 40s, and they're trying to figure out how the pieces of their life come together and who they are again. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I find the most interest in transforming mm-hmm. is trying to help individuals figure out what their, not that their experiences aren't worthwhile in their future career, but how to take those experiences and, and put them into a part of their transformation that they love and they can build upon and still have validity and respect. And so we work through that process of everything and everything that I have gone through has led to where I am now. Mm-hmm. So I, I left my construction business in 2008 with a market that turned down mm-hmm. and I went into the private sector and because that was a demand in the company I worked in, I went and got my HR certification. I went back to school. I became a senior professional in human resources to help that company. That company relocated to another city and I couldn't go. And I went and became a consultant. That company needed somebody in sales. I took over the sales team, not knowing anything about it, though I did have a marketing degree. So being young and dumb, I thought that, that you know, made something. I learned that. Then, you know, I had children that were graduating. I wanted to own a business again. I got my real estate license. All of that experience came with me. Now I own a virtual assistant company, still have my real estate team that I pull my HR knowledge into the virtual assistant company to help consult and coach and build teams. And all of that came from life experiences. I mean, it didn't come from just joyous occasions. Mm -hmm. You know, 2008 was tough if you owned a construction company. It Mm -hmm. sucked in my world. Mm-hmm. And yet I would not be who I am without it. And so I embrace those past, you know, experiences and try to learn from them and utilize them to as building blocks for the next steps. And so I think that's where I see transformation has taken me and what I try to help my clients utilize as well in, in identifying 
kind of their experiences and where they're going. I love that. Jack, did you want to add something? Yeah, I, I wanted to jump in. Shannon, you, you really touched on the kind of the archetype of, of the typical client and helping them kind of pull the pieces together, right? And a lot of people that we work with also do the same thing. Have there been any themes that have kind of popped up that you kind of notice over and over again for some of your clients that really that kind of sparks the transformation for them? Well, I think for me, I mean, a lot of my clients come from the real estate industry because that's where I've been heavily involved in. And so in terms of transformation, it's everybody thinks they can get a real estate license. It's got Mm -hmm. a very low barrier of entry, right? You can go out and take a class and you can get licensed in in most states in real estate. And so uh, the conversation is, and I know a lot of people, so I should be able to sell a lot of real estate, right? Mm-hmm. And so we go through that, you know, that that is not necessarily a recipe for success. So mm-hmm. let's do some self-discovery. Let's do some work and let's work on the skills again, but that can be a part of it. And, and a lot of people are trying to find their worth and their number of sales. Mm-hmm. And then that, you know, and so we have to go through that, mm-hmm. Your worth is something that we're going to build over time in terms of your number of sales, but you're Mm -hmm. still worthy from day one. Mm -hmm. And so let's take your skills and your passions and where you are great and let's build your brand on that Mm -hmm. and not build your brand on what every other person out there in the world and in the industry has built their brand on. Because what I do is not what you do, Kara, and what the next person does. And so helping somebody learn about their past and kind of build the skills where there are gaps and deficits Mm -hmm. and utilizing what their strengths and their unique abilities are, I think is what we go through with transformation. I absolutely love that because it's really uniquely authentic to each individual, right? It is, it has to be. Their own story gets to come out and it's almost like they get to build a relationship with themselves all over again. That's a great way of putting it. And I think if you do anything else, you're going to feel that's where we find people who feel the unhappiness. Mm -hmm. That's where we find people who feel the stress of their job because they're not being unique to themselves. So I love that, that you say that is that when people are stressed or not enjoying their work, it's because they're trying to fit a mold and look, we all have to fit a mold. I mean, I have to follow contracts. I have to follow, right? Like it's not that there's not, but, but I can find my passion in that space. And I don't have to go, that person has been great at it. So I'm going to do that. That's not my Mm -hmm. passion. You're going to see that as fake from day one. And what I find my passion is, I can talk about passionately, I can talk about with a smile on my face, and it attracts people who are in a similar place. And there's enough people that are attracted to each and every one of us, that if we're following what we're passionate about, we're going to be successful. Absolutely. We talk to our clients about that all the time, about having an authentic job search because we're job ser- uh, career coaches and we help people with the job search. And a lot of times people try to pretzel themselves or put themselves into a mold for the interview process. And then they get the job and they're like, oh no, <laughs> I don't remember who I was in the interview process. And now I got to go, right. you know, that type of thing. One of the things that you said a couple of minutes ago really stuck with me and I wanted to bring it up again, which was women. Mm-hmm. And there's and their worth and tying it to achievement. And mm-hmm. the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because this is actually something I've been working through over the last couple of years is 
finding my own self-worth, right? Self-love. And this is something I think most women are, you know, tend to go through a journey or we hope they go through a journey in their life. But, you know, for myself, I tied a lot of my worth as a perfectionism, recovering perfectionist, I like to call it, and a recovering people pleaser to achievement, right? And to success. But a lot of times that's never enough, right? You achieve something and then all of a sudden you're still not worthy. There's never enough success, never enough achievement, et cetera. And then all of a sudden other things come into play, mental health problems, anxiety, whatever. And so what I found for myself to be the answer was doing the hard damn work (laughs) and figuring Mm -hmm. out why that is there and the big (laughs) why and learning to love myself and realizing that I am worthy regardless of achievement. And the achievement is the bonus for me. Is that some of what you're finding with your clients too, is kind of reverse engineering that. And it seems like that's what you're talking about, but I'm, Mm -hmm. I'd love to continue the conversation because I feel like a lot of our listeners and just a lot of women in general in their twenties, thirties, forties, even older still struggle with this. Well, it's huge. I mean, I think we work because we think we should work. Mm. And I mean, we have to work to pay bills, obviously, but there's a lot of ways you can pay your bills. And there's a lot of, and that for me, that's like a lifestyle choice. You, yeah. Your bills are related to your lifestyle, right? That's so, true. you know, but every, I think every woman I've ever met struggles with it. Mm. And so I've struggled with it. Like, how do I know when is enough enough, you know? And yeah. so I've talked to my husband about that a lot. Like I'm a very purpose driven person. And yeah. so every day needs to have a purpose. And I need to have things to do. So, and if I don't, sometimes I'm like, hmm, hmm. like I feel guilty. I feel guilty yeah. for having a slow day because I didn't have it action packed from top to bottom. Hmm. And so um, I see that a lot And what you have to tap into is w- starting with, okay, if I'm sitting here at the end of my world and I'm reflecting back through my life and I want to say, I've had a great and successful life. What does that mean? what have I, what does that mean? Like, does it mean my kids are sitting with me? Does it mean I'm married? Does it mean I have a spouse? Do I have debt? Do I not have debt? Like, what do I need to have in my world? And so we do, we start with a lot of reflection on that. What, where do I need to be at the end of my journey to have said I've been successful? Do I need to know how many people I've contributed to? Do I need so many endorsements? What do I need so much money in the bank? Because we're all driven by different factors. So some people it's money, some people, and it's not necessarily that it's a simple answer, but it's identifying a few key things that we know we can say, okay, when we hit those, we can feel good. And so let's get on a process of how do we get there? And they're not all work driven and they're not all financial driven. And so when we can look at it from that long-term picture and break it backwards, it takes a little bit of pressure off of the everyday work grind because we're not only working for work, we're working for, I, and I answer that question when I'm sitting there at the end, I want to be sitting with my husband, looking at the ocean with my children actively in my life. And I have to find out what does that mean? And so what do I have to do to have that? I have to have the ability to travel possibly because I can't restrict my children to living right up the street from me. Right. When I'm, when I'm go, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to kind of have those things in place. I have to have the ability to, to retire where I want to retire in, in putting those things in place. And my worth is very tied into 
my relationship with my husband and my children. So I have to live my world and my weeks com- continuing that relationship and understanding that that is also success. Mm. And so putting time into that every week and honoring their time block is, is, is success for me and honoring time for myself should be as important as honoring time with anybody else. Absolutely. I really like that because it's almost like zooming out, right? Zooming out in order to zoom in, right? So one of the best things we've ever done for our business is create a 10 year vision, right? And before that, it was almost like, why didn't I do this before? (laughs) What was I working towards? Right. And I, I like, I really love that exercise. And I think that's a really great exercise that even our listeners could do at home for themselves. I have never had a client who had, um, and I run through this in some of my classes when I do a career visioning class, it's, we talk about goals, right? Mm -hmm. And I say, okay, what do you think about your five-year goal? What is it? What is, where do you need to be with your business in five years? And everybody writes down where they're, what they think their five-year goal needs to be in terms of sales or closings or whatever. And then I say, okay, let's talk about your goal last year or two years ago. Mm. What did you say two years ago your business was going to accomplish, your life was going to accomplish, and did you hit it? And everybody in class always says, yeah, I hit it. And they're super proud. They're like, I did. Two years ago, I said I was going to do this, and I've done it. And my answer is, well, then you're not thinking big enough. Mm. If you've accomplished every single thing you ever set out to do, did you really push yourself to do it? And now let's go back and rewrite our five-year goals. Let's go back and say, how do I take that five-year goal and blow that up? Because if you blow that up, it changes your mindset, like as to what, where you're going to be. And so everybody meets their two-year goals. Everybody meets their one-year goal. Like if you put it out there and you are a goal planner now, I mean, if you don't plan it, you're not going to hit it. So that's another lesson. Yeah. But if you put it out there and you plan it and you work on it, you're going to hit your goals if you've got a good process. And so let's do the same thing, but let's make them bigger and more Mm -hmm. challenging and, and something that you need to work towards. And that can be in any type of goals. And so, but I do think you have to start with an end goal in mind and kind Mm -hmm. of an end vision in mind. And that's what, for me, when I, I always thought I was working towards a certain number of clients or a certain number of closings or a certain paycheck. And when I learned to think at the end of my life, none of that matters, Mm. none of that matters this is what matters to me. It took some pressure off of a lot of those things. And they are still important because they provide certain parts of that. But there was a point where that's taken care of. And so I can leave room for the other things. I really love the way that you framed it too, because one, those things at the end of the day, or at the end of the life, it doesn't matter. What really matters is your relationships, what, what feeds your soul. Right. But then you can backtrack it logically. Okay. In order to get this, what do I need? I need X amount to travel. I need this in order for that. Right. And it, it's a really nice way, both emotionally to take the pressure off, but also logically to, to plan back or to backtrack it back or zoom back in, you know, and fantastic exercise. I love that. I really do. And you're right. I tend to find for the people who set realistic goals, very easy to hit it or very disappointing when you don't hit it because it's very small, right? Mm -hmm. But if you make Mm -hmm. the big one, even if you don't make the big one, hey, you might fall here instead of 
if those right. watching on YouTube, you'll see. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. I love that. Shannon, to wrap up, I one, I want you to tell people where they can find you for those on the webs on the web, the interwebs, and check Shannon out at shannondager.com. Or her new podcast is leverageladies.com. Um, definitely check those both out. Feel free to let us know where else we can find you. And then would you leave us with one piece of advice that you really want to make sure that we take away? Yeah. I mean, I think advice, I'm going to have, um, that one's going to come. We're going to think on that one. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, shamdager.com. It's got all of my contact information and, and information on anything that we do. And so I think as far as advice goes, I think like really tap into where you want to go. And if you are not a person who holds yourself highly accountable, and I'm going to be honest, 95% of the people say they're going to, especially in January of every year. Mm -hmm. And by December, their, you know, their plan from January has gone out the window consider coaching. I think it's super, super important. It will help you discover, it will hold you accountable, which is one of the biggest things. And it will help you find balance and find time for yourself, which is the number one thing that we often give up. So I think that is probably the number one thing that I have found has made me grow and find, you know, a vision for myself and helped hold me accountable to my own goals and my own daily habits. And so highly consider coaching. I think it's such an undervalued skill. And I think a lot of people think that they can do it. And it's like hiring a personal trainer for the gym. Are you going to go to the gym every day? Only in the month of January. So, so when you come to February, March and April, you're probably not going as often. Your coaching is your, is the same thing for your business and your life and helps you stay accountable and it works for you. Um, and with you. And so that's probably one of the number one things I would say, get leverage. And that is through a coach that is through an assistant, but your coach is that way. And so look into it and consider that and make it a priority in your own life. I co-signed, you heard it from Shannon, invest in yourself. And you didn't ask me to say that. I know. Well, it's true, but invest in yourself because like we said earlier, that's the one thing you can't, no one can ever take away from you is the knowledge and the skills that you can get. And accountability is, is key for sure. So on our end, definitely follow us on Instagram at the Denison Download, on Facebook at the Denison Download Podcast. And from our family to yours, I hope you have a great week.